Welcome to another episode of the Nonviolent Communication Podcast. Today, I want to focus on something that's very important and very common. Now, learning nonviolent communication, it requires us to unlearn the way we are normally communicate. And the way we normally communicate has decades of momentum. So it's most likely not just going to happen the first time you hear the, the rules because really NVC is, is pretty simple. It, it's, you know, just the four rules, just point out observable facts, express your true feelings, uh, express why you feel the way you do, and have a specific request. That's it. Never imply anybody is wrong or bad. And when things get out of hand, do emergency empathy and guess how they feel and why. It's that simple. But we have so much momentum and it's it's subconscious, it's hab- habitual, it's, you know, when, when we react and our cerebral cortex shuts down and we just are in fight or flight mode and our ego gets involved. There's like, there's a lot of momentum. It's a challenge. So in my experience, the way I learned was repetition, hearing things in different ways. So today I want to talk about something I've talked about before, but it is so common to hear this challenge that people go through, including myself, uh, when we're trying to execute proper NVC in the midst of tension. And it is about feelings. So the first part of feelings that I want to talk about are feelings that aren't feelings. Okay? Because they sound so normal. This statement, I feel disrespected. That sounds so normal. It's very common. No one, most people are not going to be like, you're wrong for saying that. And you know, I won't say you're wrong either, but I'll say that's not NVC because let's, let's analyze what that actually means. I feel disrespected. Basically that says, I am saying that you acted in a disrespectful way towards me and I don't like it. You were bad and wrong for doing that. I was a victim of your disrespect. You're likely a disrespectful person and you do disrespectful things. That's a lot of judgment. That's a lot of implying they're wrong and bad. That is most likely going to not open them up, not want them to solve whatever issues going on. They're most likely going to feel defensive and then say something back at you. Either, well, I feel neglected. Or I feel unappreciated. You know, another another feeling that's not a feeling. So, it is just, it's, it's just so common. It is very common to use things like that. And they don't work. Now, the truth is, maybe they did act disrespectful. You know, maybe a hundred people out of a hundred would absolutely agree that what this person did was disrespectful. But we are using NVC not to be correct. Not to be right. But we're using it to solve conflicts, to have closer connections, to be able to express ourselves in ways that are less likely to create conflict. And sometimes that means not announcing how right you are or how wrong someone else is. So generally, instead of saying, I feel disrespected, probably there's anger there. I feel angry because I don't like to be talked to in that way. That's NVC. I feel angry. That's a, Anger is a feeling. There's no judgment in saying I feel angry. Here's another 
tip about feelings. If you were the last, if you were the only person in the world, could you still feel the feeling? If you were the only person on the planet Earth, would you feel disrespected ever? Probably not. So that's a sign that it's not a feeling, what you're about to say. I feel unappreciated. If you're the only person on the planet, could you feel unappreciated? Probably not. Um, but back to disrespect. So I feel angry that you that you spoke to me in such a way. Or, you know, say you're working with a group of people and they make a decision without you. And you're like, I feel, so you say, I feel disrespected that because you guys made this decision without me and I'm a part of this group. All right. So basically you just told them they're all wrong for doing what they did and they acted disrespectful towards you and you're a victim. And they're not likely to feel closer to you or want to solve the problem um, happily. So what you might say in that situation is, I feel upset that you guys made this decision without me being involved and I feel upset because I want to be a part of all the decisions within this group because I consider myself an equal partner. Would you be willing to let me know the next time there's a meeting? Something along those lines. It's so great when I use NVC because you just get to express yourself authentically without triggering people so much, without without getting on your high horse and saying they're wrong or bad. It doesn't feel good to anybody. It's our ego that really wants to be right, and it's very addictive. I love being right. I always want to be right. But it doesn't help when you're trying to solve conflicts, when you're trying to create connection, build teams, work through a relationship. You know, it's not easy. Life can be challenging. Relationships can be very challenging. So let's go through some more words because repetition helps. All right, so we got disrespected. How about appreciated? Like I said, if you're the only person on the planet, you probably, probably are not going to feel unappreciated. You might feel lonely, might feel sad, but you won't feel unappreciated. Because when you're saying, I feel unappreciated, what does that really mean? It's saying, you don't appreciate me enough. I do so much good and it's not appreciated. You're wrong for not appreciating me. And there's probably going to be bad things that happen if you don't start appreciating me more. That's not going to... That's not going to get the results we really want. That's a kind of a guilt trip, you know? That's trying to make them feel bad for not doing something. And you say, I feel bad because you're doing this, so you should feel bad. That's not NBC. That's not what we really want. We want to communicate. We want to express our feeling. So what's behind un, uh, unappreciated? Probably sadness or agitation or irritable. I feel irritated. Because acknowledgement and appreciation are important to me. Would you be willing to let me know if you value what I bring to the table? Something along those lines. If you feel un- So instead of saying, you know, I feel unappreciated and guilt tripping everybody, you say something like that. You know, I feel sad because I'm not sure if people really understand what I'm bringing to the table. And I like to work with people who understand what I'm, what I'm bringing to the table. Would you be willing to let me know what you value about what I'm what I'm offering? You know, it's and it like a lot of times nonviolent communication is a little messy, a little sloppy. But the key thing is do not imply that they are bad or wrong or like just try to cut that down to the minimal amount. And you go a long way. And appreciation is a big one. I feel like that's I think that that's a very common reason for conflicts. And in work and in relationships, it's important. 
and when we feel appreciated it's awesome and when we don't think that we're being the people understand what we're bringing to the table it feels pretty pretty bad to me so that's a very common one you know the statement i feel unappreciated doesn't sound violent but it really is it's really a guilt trip you're just saying that they're wrong all right let's go let's go down the list i feel abandoned mm. again you're saying they should have they're not good friends they abandoned you in your time of need they left you you're a victim you're all alone you need help and they didn't help you and they're bad and wrong and they're bad friends it's another guilt trip it's not gonna help and were you correct maybe 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 you have a friend that you're always there for and one the one time you asked for help they're not there and you felt and you said you felt abandoned well so again it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong it doesn't matter whether a thousand people would agree that yes your friend abandoned you that's not going to get the results you want this is about getting results which are connection or just commu- honest communication and understanding so instead of i feel abandoned I feel sad because I value support in my times of need. And when I called you and asked you to come over, you said no. So would you be willing to explain to me why you wouldn't come? That's a nonviolent communication right there. You expressed how you felt. You didn't imply they were bad or wrong. And you had a specific request, which was just to, you know, can I get some clarity? Because I don't understand. You know, I would have been there for you. You weren't there for me. I I would like to know more. And maybe they're like, well, I was, you know, who knows? You get to understand. Clarity is a beautiful thing. And that's a lot of times, a lot of fighting, a lot of arguments are miscommunications. We're on some false premise and we get all angry and we attack. And before they can explain what really happened, they feel triggered and then just attack you back and then just fight. And a lot of times you just forget what the real starting was. Or if you go all the way back, you realize, oh, I thought, I thought you meant this. No, I meant that. And there was actually no problem at all. So abandoned, disrespect, unappreciated. None of those are feelings. They were all perceptions, judgments, evaluations. I feel abused. No, that is another guilt trip. Saying they're an abusive person. That's harsh too. I feel abused. You abused me. I'm just a beautiful, loving, vulnerable being and you have abused me and done me wrong you're a bad person and it's not right and you need to make up for it you know that's that's all implied in in that statement i feel abused so please try to stop using that word it's not going to help it's not going to bring connection it's not going to bring you closer it's not going to solve the problems you know maybe it will temporarily they will feel so bad about that that they will acquiesce to your demands but that's not what we want we don't want people to acquiesce to our demands we want loving connection deep heartfelt real connection with people who want to connect with us are not doing it out of guilt so i feel abused is probably i feel hurt i feel sad i feel upset because i value peace i value civility i value not being spoken to in that way i value physical safety you know it's important to me um there's a lot of ways to say it you know so it's always just always go to to the value say the feeling and go to your value or your preference or your desire or your likes 
that's the next move. So, I feel abused. Abused is not a feeling. Attacked. Again, it's the same thing. I, you attacked me. You're violent. You're, you're belligerent. You're aggressive. It's all saying basically the same thing with I feel attacked. I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I'm, I'm weak, vulnerable, and you're attacking me, and you're wrong for that, and I'm a victim to your aggressive behavior. Guilt trip, judgment, doesn't help. So let's wait. Let's 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 look at that. I feel attacked. When would someone say I feel attacked? Usually, in my mind, it would be when someone's coming out of the blue and and accusing you of things, and like has a long list of wrong things you've done, and all of a sudden you're like, I feel attacked. And so you're saying, basically, you're saying they shouldn't have accused you of all those things. They're bad. They're too aggressive. So in an instance like that, you might the the real NVC statement would be, you've just told me four or five different things that I did wrong and now I'm feeling stressed because I would like to be able to express my side of the story would you be willing to listen to what I have to say you know that might that might be it instead of I feel attacked so these are the things and sometimes it's going to be a little slow as you search for the right words to express that's okay let's push through we're all going to learn let's all learn this together let's make it super common in the world that most people know how to use nonviolent communication and it becomes more common than uncommon. That'd be a beautiful thing. Another another common uh, feeling that is not a feeling is I feel betrayed. Again, like all these words, they just sound normal. They sound plausible. But that's not a feeling. I feel angry is behind that. I feel sad. I feel betrayed. What is that saying? It's saying you are um, not a good person. You betray people. You betrayed me. You're wrong for doing that. You're not trustworthy. You're not honorable. You know, that's a lot. It says a lot. That that digs right into the core of a person's being, and they're not going to feel good when they hear that. And they're most likely going to want to defend themselves. And a lot of times the best defense is an offense, so they'll just attack you. And now you're in a fight. So avoid using that word, betrayed. Probably I feel upset because honesty is very important to me. And would you be willing to tell me what really happened or, you know, along those lines, something there was some value, you know, just just I feel upset. I feel angry. Remember, can you, if you're the only person on the planet Earth, can you be betrayed? No, you can't. Not really. I mean, of course, you can probably think of some fantasy situation where you're alone and think that. But generally, no, you're not going to feel betrayed if you're the only person on the planet. I feel blamed. Ooh. I feel blamed for what I've done. <laughs> I feel blamed. That's not a feeling again. It's just like implying someone has done something to you. So that's another key. If, if, it, if, it, if it means someone has done something to you, then it's not a feeling. It's a perception. It's a judgment. It's an evaluation, a diagnosis. Not helpful. Not going to create peace and harmony and love and connection. So I feel blamed. So say someone keeps blaming you for all their problems. You're trying to help them. They keep blaming you. And so instead of saying, I feel blamed, you might say, so you just told me that I'm making you feel worse and I'm feeling frustrated because it's my intention to help you right now. And I also really value when people take responsibility for how they feel and don't blame others for it. Would you be willing to talk about that? Would you be willing to let me know what you, what are your thoughts on who's responsible for how we feel? 
something along those lines. That felt a little messy, but it's better than saying I feel blamed because I'm saying you're blaming me. You're a bad person for doing that. It's not right. I'm a victim to your dirty tactics and you're not taking responsibility and you should, you know, it's better to have a messy NVC statement that is close to NVC than a guilt trip or a subtle dig. And, and remember this, our subtle digs are not so subtle. You know, we say, we say all these things with like slight little innuendos that we're better or they're worse or they're kind of, you know, not trustworthy or they should be jealous or we're not getting away with those. You know, sometimes I, I know and myself, sometimes I'll have a conversation like I had one a few weeks ago with someone I was considering uh, working with. And then after the conversation, we walked away and I was like, whoa, I realized, well, he he insulted me like five times in that conversation. There was all small ones and, and they would happen in the moment. And I would just kind of like shake it off and not even focus on it. But then after the conversation, they all sank in. I was like, dang, he said this and he said that. And I didn't want to work with him after that because, you know, they were subtle. And I'm not even sure, I don't, I don't think he was like trying to insult me, but that's, there was a, several comments, subtle comments in there saying how, you know, kind of implying his superiority and that we, we think we get away with those things and we really don't. So yeah, let's keep going down the list. I feel cheated. You're a cheater. <laughs> no one wants to be called a cheater. You're a cheater. You're not trustworthy. You do bad things. I'm a victim to your unscrupulousness. That's not a feeling. If you're alone on the planet Earth, can you be cheated? Mm, not likely, unless you're talking to God. I feel cheated. No. Um. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I feel angry. Um. Let's see. A, a common. I would say that feeling is often used in situations where someone doesn't get an opportunity that they wanted. So they say, "I feel cheated out of this opportunity." A Another way to say that would be, I feel sad because I wanted to take part in this decision. Would you be willing to let me know next time when something like this is going to happen so I can be a part of the situation? Something along those lines, it's much better than I feel cheated. They're just going to get triggered and they're going to fire back. Boom. It's what we want to avoid. And I know this is a little repetitive for this podcast, but this is so common. So, so common that we use these words and they're not feelings. They are judgments. They are insults. They are subtle digs. Please avoid them. I'm talking to myself as well. I feel criticized. Ooh, that's like a, ooh, that's a real tricky one because we know, everybody knows they're not supposed to criticize, but we do. Now, a good friend, right? A really valuable friend is going to tell you what their truth is, even when you don't want to hear it and it hurts and stings. But that's what a real friend is because that's going to give you long-term benefits in life. And sometimes when they deliver this news, maybe it's going to come out in a way that is criticizing. So if you, if so, say it's a good friend. Let's, let's take that situation. A good friend is giving you honest feedback, but they got a little critical. Now their intentions are great, but you get hurt, you're triggered, and so you say, "I feel criticized." Why are you, you know, and, and, and now, now they don't want to, now they feel embarrassed and hurt because they were trying to give you honest feedback and now you're angry and they don't know what to do. So instead of saying, I feel criticized, you might say, I hear what you're saying. And right now I'm feeling a little frustrated because I 
prefer to hear feedback in a more constructive manner. Would you mind just reframing what you said in a more positive way? But I really appreciate you giving me honest feedback. You know, something along those lines, because we do want that honest feedback. But it's like, so a critical would be like, you know, it's it's really bad. You don't know what you're doing. And if it was really bad and you don't know what you're doing, it's probably good to hear that in the long run. But they could frame it in a different way. So I feel ignored. Say your partner comes home from work and they don't speak to you for three hours. And you're like, "Um, I'm feeling really ignored right now. So you're saying they should talk to you. They're acting in a wrong and bad way. This is hurting the relationship. They're responsible for your pain. All that in that one statement. You know, if you're alone on planet Earth, can you feel ignored? Probably not. Is it, you know, it's implying someone's doing something to you or not doing something to you. So, instead of I feel ignored, it's probably I feel sad or I feel lonely. Because connection is important to me. This relationship is really important to me. And I really want to connect with you right now. Would you be willing to let me know when you feel ready to talk? Hey, that's great. That was a clean statement. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's clean. And you're going to get better and better at the more you use it. But these words, man, are so common. And they're not feelings. I feel intimidated. You're too much. That's what that's saying. You're too much. You're too big. You're overpowering me. You're too aggressive. You're wrong. I'm a victim. Please stop. You're responsible for how I feel. All that doesn't help. It's not true. I feel intimidated. Maybe someone has a lot of energy and they speak loud in a, in a, in a meeting, in a business meeting. And later you're like, hey, when, you know, I feel intimidated when you do things like that. In that situation, instead of I feel intimidated, again, alone on planet Earth, can you feel intimidated? No. Is it implying someone doing something to you? Yes. Is it a feeling? No. Is it a judgment? Yes. I feel intimidated. I feel upset. I feel anxious. I feel frustrated because I value. It's important for me, for everybody in the meeting to get equal time to express themselves. So at our next meeting, would you be willing to try something out new? Maybe give everybody just five minutes to talk, right? Something specific, something you got to express that there was something wrong. You expressed it to them in a way that didn't imply they were bad or wrong. And you had a specific request. NVC. It's beautiful. It works. It's sometimes hard to implement, but it is very doable, very possible, and it's worth the effort. I feel manipulated. Ooh, you're a manipulative person. No one wants to be called a manipulative person. You have bad intentions. You have unscrupulous tactics. All that is implied with I feel manipulated. Alone on the planet Earth? Can you be manipulated? No. Unless it's by like a squirrel or something. So instead of saying, I feel manipulated, and maybe you were manipulated. Maybe they were definitely manipulating you. It doesn't matter. Saying it is not going to help. Calling them out on that most likely is not going to help anything at all. They're going to feel defensive. They're probably going to deny it. If they're the type of person who has manipulative tactics, they're probably not the type of person who's just going to immediately admit that they're wrong. Who knows? But... What we want to do is use NVC because it's effective and it builds connection. So say someone was withholding facts from you so that you would make a decision that they wanted you to make. And you find out later. And when you say, instead of saying, I feel manipulated, you say, you said this and this, 
and you did not tell me about this and this, even though now we both understand that you knew about this and this. And I'm feeling upset because it's important for me to have all the information when I make decisions. So would you be willing to let me know why you withheld this information from me? Okay. That's just getting clarity. That's just bringing light to a situation. And sometimes when you do that, that's all, that's all we really need. A lot of times just awareness. So instead of telling someone they're wrong or bad, if you force them to look at something with the presence and awareness, they'll realize that was a dirty, shady tactic that I did. They'll realize that themselves and they probably won't want to do it again. It's not up to us to teach them or to point out whether they're wrong or bad. It's just up to us to draw our boundaries, to let people know that, hey, this right here, I'm not down with that. So I would like it to go like this in the future. What do you think about that? That's the communication. It's not, hey, you're wrong or bad. I'm a victim and you should regret what you did. That doesn't help. It's just, this is the boundary. This is how I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling this way. And this is what I would like to happen in the future. I feel, oh, here's a big one. Here it is. Quite often. I feel misunderstood. Okay, so you're saying either, I feel misunderstood either I'm implying that you're not smart enough to understand me or you don't care enough about what I'm saying to understand me. Neither one of those feel good. But the statement, I feel misunderstood, it feels very normal. doesn't feel violent. You know, no one's going to think twice about hearing that or saying that. However, from an NBC lens, that's violent. That's implying wrongdoing. And if you're alone on the planet, can you be misunderstood? No. Is it a judgment? Yes. Is it a feeling? No. So instead of I feel misunderstood, I feel frustrated because clarity and understanding is important to me. Would you be willing to repeat back to me what I told you before so I can know that we're on the same page? Those that's a that's a statement. You know, that's an NBC statement. Getting clarity. Mis so being misunderstood is about clarity. Clarity is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I feel neglected. Kind of very similar to I feel ignored. You know, you're not giving me enough attention. You're bad for that. You're you're damaging our relationship. I'm a victim to your neglect. So instead of I feel neglected, I feel lonely because, you know, we haven't touched each other in three days and I'm feeling sad and lonely because physical touch is important to me. Would you be willing to sit close to me and snuggle tonight who knows you know what i mean relationships but that's uh you know that's an nbc statement oh here's a good one i feel pressured so say someone keeps asking you to do something and you say no and they ask again you say no ask again and by the sixth time you're like i feel i'm feeling very pressured right now would you stop right that's not nbc were they pressuring you i mean if they asked you six times and you said no sounds like they're pressuring you but the point is that's not going to be effective in solving the conflict for good here's the a possible oh again i feel pressured can you feel pressured alone on the planet probably not so instead of saying i feel pressured you say um i've just you just asked me six times the same question i said no each time and i'm feeling frustrated because i don't want to repeat myself so many times i do not want to answer the same question so many times would you be willing to stop asking me? <laughs> Straight up, that's NVC right there. It's very clear. You drew a boundary and 
they can refuse or not refuse, but at least you're in a dialogue that doesn't imply they're bad or wrong, where you're not just hurling insults at each other or subtle digs. You just drew a boundary. Everybody can do that. It's okay. Ooh, here's a good one. I feel rejected. Can you be rejected alone on the planet? No. You're saying, you're wrong. You're responsible for my pain right now. You should have accepted me. You should have accepted my offer. This is a guilt trip. This is very common. It's so deep, a lot of this stuff. There's so many layers to it. But I feel rejected is not a feeling. You cannot be rejected alone on the planet. It's something, somebody doing something to you. So instead of, I feel rejected, it's, I just asked you out on a date and you said no. And yeah, I'm feeling a little sad because I really wanted to get to know you better and connect with you. Would you be willing to tell me why you turned me down? Maybe get some more clarity. Maybe make some improvements. Um, that's NBC. That's going to feel much better to you. So, you know, so say, say you ask someone on a date and they say no and you just walk off. Right? That's going to feel bad. But say you stay there and you say, I feel rejected. Now you're guilt tripping them. That's going to feel bad too. But if you use NBC, now, you can, now, you can, now you're going to get to know them because they can give you feedback they can, or not. But at least you're, you're talking with them. You're having a discussion. It's great. I feel put down. Again, someone calls you a stupid jerk to your face in front of everybody. And did they, was that a put down? Yeah, pretty much. Is it going to help to tell them that you feel put down? Which is just a subtle way of saying that you're being a jerk. You call me a jerk and that means you're being a jerk for calling me a jerk. It doesn't help. That's not what we want. We don't want to be right. I mean, we want to be right, but we don't need to be right. We don't need to announce our rightness. We just get to draw boundaries, express feelings. So instead of, I feel put down, you can say, I feel angry. You just called me a jerk in front of everybody. And I'm feeling angry because I don't like to be called names. Would you be willing to apologize? Hey, you know what I mean? You, you stood your ground. You feel strong. You, you feel expressed. And they, they realize now there's awareness on what they've just done. And, you know. Don't forget about emergency empathy. NVC does not always work. Just because you are speaking perfect NVC doesn't mean they will not get triggered. But it means you are minimalizing the chance of them getting triggered. You are maximizing the chance of this discussion being productive. And when, if they do get triggered, go into emergency empathy. Are you upset right now because you think I'm insulting you? No. Okay. Are you angry because you think that I've think that I'm superior than you? Whatever it is. Remember, you don't have to be right with the emergency empathy. You just got to be genuine. Okay. We got a couple more. We're going to wrap it up. I know this is a little repetitive, but wow, it is so common. And our our communication patterns have a lot of momentum. So it takes repetition, at least it does for me, to stop the momentum and shift it into a much more loving, thoughtful, present way of communicating. I feel threatened. Can you be threatened alone on the planet? No. Is it a feeling? No. I feel scared. I feel vulnerable. I feel alone. I feel weak. So when when would we say, I feel threatened? We would probably say that when someone threatens us. So someone says, do this or you're going to be in trouble. And say, I, you know, if you say, I feel threatened by you right now. You kind of, you know, again, you're, it's, it's a subtle one. This one feels almost like okay to say. Um. But there's better ways to say it that will not imply that they're bad and wrong. You know, so, so imagine someone said something like that to you and you're like, okay, I'm feeling vulnerable right now because 
I don't like being talked to in the way that you just spoke to me. Um, would you be willing to rephrase what you just said? All right, that's one way. Um, felt a little weak, but hey, it's better to come out with a weak NVC statement than a guilt trip. You know, it really is. It's, it's, everything's case specific, but just if you can just remember the, the principles, um, never imply they're bad or wrong. Use actual feelings. Requests, specific requests, not demands, and observable facts. Last but not least, I feel tricked. You lied, you were duplicitous, you did it with bad intentions, you're a bad person, I'm a victim. And again, if you're alone on the planet, can you be tricked? No, probably not. So instead of I feel tricked, you might say, I feel confused because this happened. And I really would like to know all the facts about the situation. Would you be willing to explain to me how this and this happened? Um, yeah, you know, something along those lines. So that's it. That's it for today. This is a long one. I think it was the longest one. But I see it again and again. And I know I've had an episode on feelings before. And I'll probably have another one later because we didn't even talk about saying I feel like you don't listen. I feel like you, or I feel as if things never get done around here. Those are not feelings. Remember that. A feeling is one word. It's something you would can feel alone if you're the only person on the planet, and it does not imply someone doing something to you. So that's it for today. Hope it's helpful. Thank you for the feedback. I've gotten some amazing emails lately from people who are, that have found the uh, this NVC work I'm doing helpful and it's really appreciated. It means a lot to me. Yeah. So I have my book out. It's on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication. There's a, a audio book, an ebook, and a paperback book. There's a Patreon if you'd like to support. There's this podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram, you know, building, building momentum. So I hope you guys have a wonderful, beautiful week. And I'll talk to you soon.